dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Don't don't leave yet, Matt. Don't leave yet, Matt. Okay. So that's that's the end of the show. Okay, so let's let's do this little bonus segment because I didn't even think to bring it up over the last hour and a half. Okay, Matt, uh, Noah Graxon. Um, <laughs> I thought we were gonna we were gonna go there. We never did. Yeah, I, it, 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 it never came up. So I mean, this could just be, be a bonus segment. Okay, so Noah, Noah Graxon. Um, the I think everyone everyone had the gut reaction Saturday. Uh, you you were at a short track right somewhere covering something Saturday. So so when when did you get to like take in everything that happened? I, I am always multitasking. So I was yeah. at Hickory Motor Speedway, but I had my um, my tablet sitting on top of the press box window mm-hmm. with, with the Xfinity race on. So I was watching. I was watching in real time. I wasn't tweeting about it because I was tweeting Hickory stuff, but I was watching and. Uh, let me let me think of how how pop, I want to word this. Oh, One pop, pop quiz, Matt. Who won the race Saturday? Does it really matter if Justin Allgaier won the race? That's uh, not that's of that's of that's of non-importance, right? Because that wasn't the uh, story. But it's it's a shame. And I remember you tweeted about this. It was last, kind of last, I, I t- tweeted it last night. Just a reminder: yeah. Justin Allgaier won yeah. the Xfinity race Saturday. It was his fifteenth uh, win. In the Xfinity series and his twelfth for Junior Motorsports, which JRM. leads which leads that leads Junior, junior Motorsports. Yeah, which so. I thought that was a fair point because it's not the story, and it's so remarkable because for the second time this season, Noah has supplanted the race winner, and I forget who won. Mike Snyder. Mike Snyder. Yeah, Mike Snyder. First career. That's why, first that's career why win. I forget. Yeah. I ended up writing a story that week on Noah and not Maya, and I'm so mad about it. I've got a story that's coming out on Ty Gibbs. I haven't did anything on Ty's win because I've been told this year not to focus as much on Xfinity and trucks because people don't read it. It's not my choice. So if anyone sees that I'm not doing as much of it this year, it's not my choice. I was told not to. But there's certain stories I want to touch on. Um, so Maya's going to get a feature. Ty's going to get a feature tomorrow. I, I asked Kyle Bush one question to kind of wrap up. Yeah. But um, here's the deal. I have known Daniel Hemrick. It's 2021. I first met Daniel Hemrick in 2010. So I've known Daniel for 11 years. And Daniel is always super positivity, optimistic, hashtag, head down, fin up. That that was mm-hmm. the slogan in late model racing. I think I know where you're going. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, keep going. He is never, ever, and keep in mind, I run a pavement short track website. So I've covered, I covered his 2013 Southern Super Series Championship, you know, beating Bubba Pollard by one point. Uh, I covered his CRA um, Pro Late Model Championship. He was never, ever, period, involved in any altercation. There were moments, there was one race at Gresham, the, the World Crown 300, where I thought he would be in a fight. And he shrugged it off. Not a big deal. He's not, he's not, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. I've never seen him so incensed to want to throw hands. And I tweeted that, but before I finish that thought, let's move to Noah. I don't want to, I don't want to vilify Noah without giving proper context. I can't figure out Noah right now. And I've, I've talked to Noah and all you can do is take Noah at face value. Listen, we all know that Noah 
he has to be going through kind of a hard time. Yeah. Given what's going on with his dad. It's no secret. Mm-hmm. We all know the news. His which is, was, it, which has largely been left out of, it's never mentioned well, on TV uh, or anything. So no one, where, no one really I'm getting at. I, I want to finish so, this point because it's super yeah. important. We don't talk about it in the media because it doesn't have a direct yeah. correlation on him, but I think it does. But I think that the NASCAR media core has always done a good job of trying to separate unless it's absolutely necessary, personal and the professional. I remember Gluck wrote a column at SB Nation about why the NASCAR media core, despite knowing for months that Kurt and Eva had divorced or separated, why it was never brought up in anyone's story. And it was just this kind of this code that unless it has something to do directly with competition, you don't bring it up, but you can Google it. Gluck wrote the story in like 2011 or whatever. Um, so I think that we we try to be respectful to Noah, knowing that he didn't make that choice. He gets vilified for it. He gets beat up for something that he didn't do. But this is where I'm getting at. Noah's dad was a huge part of his career growing up in his late model days, in his um, K&N days. His, he and his dad are close. And yeah. he was always part of that story. So how could it not affect him on a personal uh, level crow probably doesn't know yeah. what we're even talking about so why, why, why don't you loop him in yeah so i i i feel so i feel so dirty talking about it because i don't yeah it's not I, it's so hard because it's, it's news right but it's also mm-hmm. a personal thing so his dad was under the influence behind the wheel drunk driving involved in a crash and there was a death and he's in jail i, th- I believe he's still serving right I don't know. Like yeah, I, I never, I, I never saw him either. But he about, either so. had served or was serving time, and it's been really hard on the family. It's been really hard on Noah because Noah, who already has a very abrasive kind of public persona, he's yeah. embraced the black hat. He gets told every horrible thing on Twitter because people hold him responsible for what happened to his dad, and it's, it's, that part's not fair. That part's not fair, mm-hmm. and he hears it. And you know it has to be in his head. And I don't know how much it's kind of influencing his his persona that he tries to shrug it off. Because here, I, I want to tell this story about Noah. And I wrote about this after he won the Snowball Derby. People were criticizing Noah after he won the Snowball Derby because there was the thing that happened in Victory Lane with the trophy girl. And it looked like he kind of forced a kiss. But people didn't see the context that so there was a conversation before before the race and there's just more to it than that but people think oh well noah's super entitled and spoiled and listen noah can be he can be that stereotypical rich kid but he's also all heart noah gregson has a ton of heart and he cares so much about the racing his race team his friends his friends mean the world to him and he I remember I talked to Brandon McReynolds for a story I wrote last week about Noah or two weeks ago. I called up Brandon and I said, Brandon, how much of this is real and how much of this is just trying to put on a persona? And he says that this is real. Noah really doesn't care unless you're in his inner circle. He cares when Dale or Kelly or when Brandon or when anyone who's a part of that group has something to say. But if you're outside of that circle, it doesn't matter to him. So you, you throw this all into a blender and you have moments like, um, was it Vegas? 
which last last year or this no, no, this year this year um well you have the thing with david star that, that was homestead it was homestead homestead she had okay. homestead now you have atlanta and i i it's, listen I, I asked noah this on the media availability i said you say you don't mind wearing the black hat that you see the things people say on social how do you not take that to heart how do you not let it be a distraction how do you not let it um eat at you and he's he says that I'm not worried about it. I know the people I need to answer to and talk to. I just keep going back to, I know that this thing has happened in his personal life. Yeah. And I hope, I hope, I don't know. I, I don't, ultimately we don't know. I just hope that when he says that it doesn't bother him, what people are saying about the personal stuff, I hope that it doesn't bother him. I just don't know if it truly doesn't because this isn't sustainable. Not it's oh, not no. sustainable. Oh, I completely agree. Not that uh, it's not sustainable in the fact that you can't go through racing having your teammates be, be mad at you last year. I know he and Justin have apparently patched things up, but Justin was frustrated. He got raced too hard. Bristol comes to mind, obviously. Um, that's one part of not sustainable. It's hard to race when Daniel Hemrick, who is one of the nicest guys in, in the sport, has, has a chip on his shoulder. When Harrison Burton also yeah. – nicest dudes gives gives you know daniel the fist bump because he wanted to see him get hit you can't you can't race that way but also just on a personal level i want to keep going back to the personal level it's really hard to drown yourself in knowing that people hate you and want you to lose and to have negative success on a personal level you can't exist that way and i worry for him sometimes on a personal level because maybe right now he doesn't care, but you can't do that a year from now, two years from now. Even mm -hmm. Tony Stewart had to be able to eventually separate himself from it. Well, yeah. So, like, first off, when you brought up, oh, I never saw Hammer do anything like that. It's like, it brought me back to uh, Matt Kenseth going after Keselowski in, in between hollers at Charlotte. Yeah. Matt Kenseth? What, what, what is happening? So I, so I never even really made that that kind of connection until you, you started going down, down that path with him. Like, I, I think the world of Brad, too. Brad was out of control that day. And let me tell you why. Brad drove through garage garages. I, 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 mean, I, was, I was there that day. Yeah. So, like, I, didn't, I, so I didn't see everything. But I yeah, had I to there. take evasive measures to get away from Brad because Brad was just driving like a bat out of hell. So that was justified too. So, so yeah, but so those are very similar um, in that who, who's the last guy you'd expect to come charging up pit road. And I, I don't, I definitely wouldn't have put Hamrick in that conversation. Um, uh, I think what Noah said um, about Hamrick's career, you know, I can get why he's upset with what's going on with his career. It's like, that was completely uncalled for. Um it had nothing to do with what happened on pit road. Um, uh, I, 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 with everything that's happened with Noah, starting basically at Las Vegas last year with Myatt Snyder and through, uh, through with Riley Herbst at Texas. And then I believe at the Roval, I, th I think is when that came back around. And then and he with, and Riley are friends. Yes. Like, That's the hard part. They, you can't they're, they're alienating your friends. They're Vegas natives. Yeah, they're Vegas natives and friends. Then you have the thing with Justin, which I I didn't really put much into the whole thing with Justin. Um, that was just Justin being mad. He, there, there was more and, to that than just Bristol. Though. There were several instances where Noah 
ran on pretty hard. I can't remember where it was. There were some okay. backs so that kind of bled over. It wasn't but, but, Bristol, but the, but then you have uh, Kentucky with Harrison, mm-hmm. but which I mean, Noah put Harrison into the wall, right? It's been so long, I forget. Oh, so but but then do you have that shot of them in, in the garage and Harrison shoving Noah? I mean, like Harrison was the instigator. Hamrick was sort of the instigator on Saturday. Um, but then, you know, he Noah comes out swinging. He doesn't, there's no room to tuck down from anything. It's just go full throttle after some point. Um, but everything that happened up, up until Saturday, no, no one's going to take Noah's word for anything right now. Um you know, Noah posted his video of his pit stall saying, see, this is what happened. And then Hemrick's like, dude, you were flipping me the bird. And you, if you zoom in on the window of the nine card, there's something poking out. So um, Noah did not have to back up as far as he did. To, to the, the pit box in front of him was clear. He, he could, there, there's so many other ways he could have gotten into his stall the right way. And he backed up square into into Daniel Hamrick's car, mm-hmm. um, and, and nearly into crew members. That was the most worrisome part. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a completely different story and narrative if someone was there and someone was nearly there. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, you could say all you want. Oh, it was just a chain chain reaction thing with cars not being able to install. Sure, but from the point where the nine starts backing up, the the, the narrative changes. Mm-hmm. So, but it. I know, I know, like Jenna Fryer had a column today about, hey man, this guy, this guy's got a personality. Why, why, why are we trying to stifle him? No, we're, there's, there's, there's a difference between having a personality and being self-destructive, um, and allowing that self-destructiveness to escalate. I know on Dale Junior's podcast after the whole David Starr situation, he's like, he's, he doesn't want to be like a helicopter team owner. He, 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 he wants Noah to like figure stuff out. It's like. I, 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 after everything that's happened for the last two years, you, at some point you have to take the gloves off. It, Keep in mind too that Noah said that last year people tried to tone him down, and he he claims that it made him slower. And he says, "Well, this year, this is his words. Yeah, this year yeah, he's going to do it his own way, and it's not it's not helping. It's certainly not helping on on the results either. He hasn't he hasn't finished fifty percent of the races so far. Yeah, so that part's um, not sustainable either." No, it's not. Um, he hasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, man, he hasn't won since that Bristol race where everything with Justin, right? Sounds right, yeah. Justin's won twice since then. So, um, like, the, I mean, Justin's win was a big deal for Junior Motorsports. They, they, I think they really needed that because nothing's been going their way through um, the season so far. Um, but, like, one of the weirdest media availabilities I've seen in my six years was Noah's after uh, Homestead where he's driving the car <laughs> down the road. And like, I, I, I didn't watch it live. I, I was seeing like videos as they came in on Twitter and the, like you posted one tweet and I read the quote before I watched it. And just reading his quote was very, I was very concerned <laughs> about what I was reading. And then I watched it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, I had some reservations before I even posted that. So I was like, I'm aware he's driving. And I'm like, I'm not going to put it in the tweet because I don't want to, like when I, when I tweet it, people will see it. And I don't want to make that part of the narrative because people will make it a part of the narrative. Yeah. 
but it's just and, and NASCAR came out with a rule since then too. NASCAR yeah. came out with a rule saying that you can't be in a moving vehicle. Can't believe you've got to say that out loud. But, but it, it, it was a combination of it. It wasn't. It wasn't just no. It, it's been like Kozlowski driving. Yeah, yeah, Brad, a, Brad, Brad at least had the wherewithal to say, "Hold on, give me a minute. I'm here." Yeah, yeah he pulled it like to a gas station parking lot. Yeah, but even, even last year, Truex was he did it at least once. So yeah, um, I remember him doing it on a boat once. <laughs> I don't know if that's a moving vehicle, but, but he's quite the outdoorsman. So well, listen, he, I, I, I want to wrap this up. I don't want to. I don't want to beat up Noah. But the the thing that I, I just I say this on a human level is a guy I consider we're not we're not friends like we don't hang out no but like we know each other very well we've known each other for a long time so I just I worry about him just on yeah. a human level because I know he's gone through some stuff I trust the support group around him I know that Dale doesn't want to push too hard but when he decides he needs to and Kelly and and all those guys LW that's a good group of support. And then Brandon, Brandon McReynolds is a really smart, savvy guy. He's more than just a spotter and an ex race car driver. He's a smart guy. So I just hope that everyone is, is just super cognizant of all the things that are going on in his life because it's certainly an element. And I hope that he doesn't allow wearing the black hat and being the bad guy to drown himself in it because that's a hard way to live because no matter no matter what persona you play, we all want to be liked, right? Like we all want friends. Yeah. We all want to feel like we're respected and admired. And even if we can shrug off the haters, you know, we, we play, you know, you know, play, shake it off, you know, shake it off. Yeah. Uh, we, we all we all drive around listening to that song. It's like, yeah, shake it off. Ultimately, you can't drown yourself in that being the bad guy persona. Yeah, I just worry for Noah on a human level, knowing all the things that have been going on, that it could spiral out of control. And we're seeing things that could be that. It could just be he's playing the bad guy. And if he just wants to play the bad guy, cool. I just hope that it's not real world stuff eating away at here. Yeah, like another thing, like people, people, yeah, NASCAR needs personalities. They, 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 they do need black hats. But I don't want people to mistake like having a uh, oh having a personality or with having a lack of self awareness, um, and that I think that's kind of like borderline the case in the the situation is a lack of the peripherals of what is going on. Um, you know a good analogy, and I, I think I think you would agree too. Kurt Busch. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Busch has gone through such a great. Now, this isn't me picking on Kurt. Kurt will admit it. Yeah. Kurt has had to adjust his reactions and his responses. He's come a long way from threatening to kick Bob Pockers's ass at Dover. Was it Dover? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's 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 grown, and there you're never too old, or it's never too late to grow. We're, we're, we're trying to all of us wake up every day and try to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. But I think Kurt is proof that you can acknowledge some things that are just not ideal and perfect and grow. And I would, I would love for maybe Kurt to talk to Noah. Cause I think that Kurt was okay being the black hat, bad guy too. There comes a not, not, not just Kurt, but both Bush brothers. Both really? Bush brothers. Yeah. I think both yeah. of them are, I mean, are, they're content with who they are as people and where they are in their career. They've got to make that step. There is a step that Noah has to take, even if he wants to play that role. I mean, Kyle said today that like 
there, there's hundreds of videos on YouTube of after after he Kyle after not winning well, yeah led lots of laps and didn't win and being pissed off uh, he, he he's no stranger to it so yeah have both Bush brothers sit down with them I mean <laughs> Kyle's his former team owner so um so like what what have been your observations through 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 the Twitter stuff with all this crow I just um, think that crow. 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 Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not really educated enough to on the individual personalities to have an opinion other than um, just kind of what I've seen on like how he is utilizing social media and stuff. It just you can tell that he's definitely someone that like feels very strong emotions mm-hmm. and uh, maybe either never really fully developed the ability to process those or is unable to right now due to, you know, circumstances that we talked about. Um, And I think having, you know, like he's really the counter personality to someone like Dale Jr. So if if that's sort of his primary mentor, you know, maybe like I said, maybe having someone like, you know, a Bush brother or someone to be there and kind of, learn from their experiences could be a uh, you know a good benefit for him uh, just for his like health as a human being well well, well, i mean when it comes to dale jr if there's if there's anyone you want to talk to a driver who's specifically going through something related to his dad dale jr would be the right person to talk right now uh with him just just on that um, dale Dale went through some phases in his early career and his growth as a person too like dale yeah, he, was a wild child but he was never the bad boy though he's never like, the bad boy so, but yeah he, he had a reputation for being stubborn for being a pain for being a little bit wild mm-hmm. and rambunctious so we all think of dale the guy he is now super classy super yeah. mature he had to work through that too and i think dale's talked about it before so i'm not, I'm not speaking out of turn so I, I think that you know dale Dill has to figure out the right balance of being the team owner and being the friend that, that's hard. But I, I think there is actually a really good place for Dale to be in that conversation. And he is, like, I, I, I'm not going to say he's not because he has been, mm-hmm. but obviously right now this year, the start of 2021, it's problematic, not because whether you like him as a person or you agree or whatever, it's clearly affecting the on track. So that narrative about Noah saying, it slowed me down last year and it hurt my performance. This is hurting your performance. Oh yeah, like uh, his his thing of it's my job to get people to me, so I must be doing something good. The the, the thing, you know, even bad bad press is good press. I've never subscribed to that. <laughs> bad bad press accumulation of bad press is not good. So well, um, bad press that is managed well can be good press, but at this point, he doesn't have control over the narrative at all. I don't know if I don't know if bad press where you're also 14th in points in a JRM car is is kind of the formula. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, like we said, like th- yeah, he hasn't finished 30 percent of the races. So um, uh, they're going to Martinsville next. He's won there in trucks, um, so it, it, he has a chance to uh, turn it around. But yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about where where that's going and. Like like we said, Justin Alg- Justin Algar won the race Saturday. Myatt Snyder won Homestead. I barely heard Myatt Snyder's name mentioned in three weeks since then. Um, yeah, he hasn't really done anything on the track since then to warrant it. But still, haven't heard haven't heard him. And 
Algar Algar deserves to have you know some attention for for uh, a surprise win given the Martin Martin Truex Jr. Um, had that race until you know um, the speeding penalty and he almost got back to to Algar but he didn't. So um, all right, man. I think that's I think that's good for our after dark segment. <laughs> um, so um, thank thanks for doing this, man. Two, it was two hours. I enjoyed every minute of it. That was fun. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah. 